0: Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Borellis.
1: Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your places called Places for the top the show. Spring Awakening was so hard to describe. 1891 Germany rock music. There's children in it. The
0: gay scene, abortion, the sex, the suicide. There was never anything like this that's ever happened on a stage. The controversial nature meant that we never thought about Broadway. But it touched a nerve. We became rock stars.
1: Welcome to an extra special bonus episode of Musicals with Cheese, and I am joined today by my good friend Elizabeth Eston. How are you doing, Liz?
0: Hello. I appreciate we're friends on the main feed, on but the main on the feed, Patreon, we're, we're barely
1: friends. Yeah, we hate, we're bitter enemies on the Patreon feed, but here, we're, we're buddies. We're friends. Um, I've actually had a rough day today. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So my best friend showed me their vagina <laughs> with a lamp, oh, truly, lamp. A desk lamp? A desk lamp. And truly, it was one of the most uncomfortable things ever. Honestly, I hope that 10, 15 years down the road, we aren't asked about this or have to tell this story in a recounting documentary. Yeah, especially when
0: that's on a major streaming service.
1: It would make everyone uncomfortable, including the audience of that documentary. Indeed. Um, We're talking about those you've known, the Spring Awakening documentary that just hit HBO Max over this last week. Um, What is your history with Spring Awakening? Liz?
0: Uh, I listened to it. Um, when I was a teenager, uh, the perfect time
1: people, actually,
0: as a lot of people did, um, especially back in 06, but I was not a teenager in 2006.
1: So yeah, you were a 10 year old.
0: <laughs> I was 10 years old. 2006. So I did not listen to Spring Awakening, but I listened to it later on when Spotify became an accessible thing. So, you know, yeah. I I was alive pre-Spotify. Yeah.
1: But did you like it? Did you like Spring I, Awakening?
0: I liked it. I didn't know the plot at the time because I'd only listened to it. You and call I, this the
1: original Dear Evan Hansen where it's like, the songs are catchy. I wonder what the yeah, plot is. Well,
0: like most people thought Dear Evan Hansen was about a gay kid. And it's like, <laughs> no, for me, I thought Spring Awakening was about some just teens with sexual repression. And it's like, oh, it's true. It is. But it's about yeah. a lot more.
1: Yeah, you got the abortions, the cult stuff. The
0: gay stuff.
1: Like, that's barely it. I feel like that that doesn't get covered. The molestation. Yeah. The botched abortions.
0: Yeah, which is really apt
1: nowadays. Yeah. Um, ah! there's, there's your trigger warnings. That's That's a lot of what this covers. But this is a documentary about the reunion concert that happened late last year.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Where they brought the original cast of Spring Awakening all into this theater to perform all those songs again for the first time and blah 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 blah. We've seen it before. Should have just done a pro shot, but now we're stuck with this documentary and knowing that Leah Michelle grabbed a desk lamp and forced Jonathan Groff to stare at her, her lady bits.
0: I was like the best part of that moment is Jonathan Groff's reaction to the fact that Leah Michelle told them that story.
1: Because he probably would have went to his grave with that.
0: Totally. He's just like, I can't believe she told you that.
1: <laughs> she said a lot of weird things in this documentary. It just felt like she was trying to say things to be sure that she got into the documentary, to be honest.
0: Yeah, she did, though.
1: <laughs> she yeah. got in. Yeah, she got in. Like the entire concert was not arranged by Leah Michelle or Jonathan Groff. It was. Um, oh, what was that actress's name? Uh, Lauren
0: Pricker? Pritchard. Yes, Lauren Pritchard. Uh, apparently, Lauren Pritchard had a dream that they all came together and sang the songs again, and she called Jonathan Garoff. Was like, we need to do this, and then they organized it, and then it happened.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm the- sure
0: Leah Michelle was like, "This will help me change my image after I got exposed for being a terrible person on the set of Glee." This
1: does feel like the Leah Michelle Redemption Tour a little bit, doesn't it?
0: Especially considering the funny girl of it all that's happening. <laughs>
1: It, it feels suspicious. Let's just say. I
0: don't know how I feel about this Leah Michelle redemption arc.
1: I feel bad about it and it shouldn't be happening. Yeah, I yeah, that's exactly it. Can I say Spring Awakening is a show that I like. I did an entire episode of Grace Aki on it. Go see my opinions there. Um it hit me right at the right moment when I was looking yeah. into theater. Um I really, really enjoyed it. Um however, I think that the original production is not the fullest version of it, and that the revival, the Death West revival, really got everything that right about this show that needed to be getting right
0: yeah i do i really want to see the deaf west one um i'm sure you have footage of it so
1: i have tons i was in new york when the deaf west production was on and i saw that and fun home together
0: love it yeah that's amazing it's a great
1: combo yeah a a brilliant comedy it's a laugh a minute (laughs) Um, so spring awakening, sexual repression, all that kind of stuff, um, and inability to communicate with your parents. And that was beautifully represented through the, the, the barriers of deaf and hearing people like that really worked and hearing about teaching deaf people how to like sing and act and react to music. Cause once again, deaf people have no concept of what music is, um, especially those born deaf so, yeah. learn t- telling them when to move to a beat is very difficult, and oh, yeah. reading about all those stories is much more interesting than like Lee and Michelle being like, "Oh my god, we like partied and we spent the night in the theater."
0: Oh my god, we went to a we f- went to a farm in Pennsylvania,
1: and I wanted to die. It was the worst thing in the world, like the worst, worst thing ever. Worst. I
0: hate camping, and I'm like, th- you were I- on a farm in Lancaster, one of the most beautiful areas of the state, like. Fuck.
1: Not to be that guy, but I, I, I think me and Lee and Michelle would agree. That that sounded like a miserable experience to me. I also
0: hate camping, so I agree. Uh But it, it's still a cool experience with your castmates to hang out at a farm in like one of the prettiest farming areas they're of the They're all
1: underage drinking. They're all doing drugs. They're all walking yeah, they're around naked. Coke. Skylar
0: Aston reason. brought the Coke. It's great. <laughs>
1: Like just looking at these literal infants drinking beer while driving a fucking roller derby car was very <laughs> uncomfortable for me.
0: It's just it's a, it's like Leah Mitchell started this journey when she was fourteen.
1: Yeah, she started yeah. a
0: role where she is she has sex that in some versions is not super consensual and other is in, other. In versions most it versions,
1: it's in most versions it isn't.
0: One she version, some enough. versions, it's not. Uh, some she versions... does not
1: have enough context for sex to be able to give proper consent. Yes,
0: yeah, so no matter what, it's sexual assault, really. No matter how mm. you cut it. And she started as she was 14, played a character who was sexually assaulted and had a botched abortion.
1: And then, like, has proper sex on a stage in front of everyone. Um, and is
0: topless?
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. 18 years old.
0: Dear God, like, it's uh, surreal always these children do all this sexual stuff.
1: You know, when you just hear about this in passing as stories, like, when they were older than me, it's like, of course, you're adults. Now that they're, like, seven years younger than I am right now, it's like, no! Oh, God, these infants! It's like, they're 15 years old! Oh, my God! Uh, Yeah, and it's weird. Um, Want to know the biggest twist here that I always forget? Like, I... I know this information, but every time I relearn it, it's a surprise.
0: The Spring-Waking movie?
1: No, no, no. It's that Tom Hulse was the producer of the Spring-Waking musical. I was like,
0: is this the same Tom Hulse as the voice of Quasimodo in the 1996 Hunchback? It It is. is.
1: It very much is. I was like, no, Um, this is not
0: the same person. No.
1: (laughs) I, I like Tom Hulse. He's a very nice man. He's a good Broadway producer. It sounds like he made all the right calls when he needed to.
0: I love how Tom Hulse is like, they're in Germany, and they sing rock songs. This is cool. And everyone else is like, this is weird.
1: I feel like Tom Hulse just has a mind that really works um, in a way that I think the director also has. But yeah. hearing them fight about like whether or not to show a sex scene on stage, and the director's like, I'm going to do whatever I want, because it's my last show to ever do. It's and not. Spoiler it alert. <laughs> yeah he would he go made, on let's see what did he do what's the director's name by the way
0: michael Mayer. yes uh he did one two three four five six
1: seven eight more shows and what are they what are they are there any like cancelable ones
0: mary there's a mary canadian he did right after okay um, that makes
1: sense that lines anyway, up
0: this is, the re- this is the reason i have a crush on john gallagher jr i will say <laughs> um everyday rapture i don't know on a clear day, you can see forever. The yeah. 2014 Hedwig revival—that's a good
1: revival. Yeah. The term job. of
0: su- the term, my surrender, head yeah. over heels.
1: Head over heels. Fuck yes, that show rocks. Burn
0: this and okay. Funny Girl 2022.
1: Funny, he goes in, doesn't bring back his old flame, Leah Michelle from Spring Awakening. Um, Very. that, <laughs> she really is a funny girl.
0: She is a funny girl indeed. She sang that song six times on Glee. So. The thing
1: is, we all know what she sounds like singing that song. Like, there's no surprise to her doing it.
0: She's she saying "Don't Run to My Parade" four times on that show. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, uh, as as you'll hear later this week in our Funny Girl episode, um, I, that song is iconic in its own way, and I think a lot of it is just Lee Michelle overplaying her Streisand hand a little too much.
0: I remember the first time I saw her sing it, she was like, "I was like, this is a lot." <laughs> <laughs> like, I was a kid. I never heard the song. I was like. 11 or 12, maybe. I was just like, this is a lot.
1: Can I say a discovery I made while watching this documentary? Yes. I don't think I would enjoy spending any time with theater kids. <laughs> I think I am too old to deal with this. And I respect all these grown ass adults dealing with these literal children on stage every night. But holy shit, they're a lot. Yeah,
0: especially when they're young. Oh
1: my God. You know the only one that seems like to have their shit together when the show is actually put on? galger Jr.? Gallagher Jr.?
0: Jr. He's so hot.
1: You know the second place in that contest. If we're having a contest like that, Skylar Aston. Skylar Scar- Aston seems to like be like the most boring guy at every party.
0: <laughs> Skylar is barely in this. <laughs> he's like more famous than most of the ensemble at this point. Yeah, um, and he's barely in this. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but the thing is, a thing I keep forgetting every time I revisit Spring Awakening, Skylar Aston has, like, the best musical moments in the album. Yeah, he does, like,
0: the main riff at the end of Touch Me.
1: Which is the best part of which Touch Which they Me. heavily
0: feature, like, in the concert part, like...
1: I mean, how can you not, because...
0: It's amazing. Yeah, and his
1: voice is not skipped a beat. I mean, I know you're not a big fan of him on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but he...
0: I, I'm actually fine with him.
1: He's no um, Santino I mean, I, Greg. I love
0: Santino, uh, but it's just... I My argument against... Skylar Aston, my argument for Skylar and Greg is Greg changed a lot so like it makes sense that he's not the same Greg so Skylar Aston taking a different approach makes sense I agree and he was kind of put into a rough position like playing a character that the fans already connect with a different actor who they like better so
1: I think he did good for what he was given. he
0: did good for what he had to deal with in a one season arc in a half a season arc he's only in the back half yeah, he's season. very
1: cute. He's very, very cute.
0: He's so cute. Also, he sings. He also, Brian sings my second favorite Greg song. So. Um, I
1: hate, I hate everything, everything but, but you.
0: you. I love. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a Springsteen homage.
1: Yeah. Um, and that's a very different song than Greg or uh, Santino Greg would have gotten.
0: Yeah. No, Santino Greg probably would have pulled that off.
1: No, he would just say, "Oh no, no, no!" He'd do his deep voice kind of usual yeah. shtick. His yeah, except for probably Greg's Trump voting song. He's just person. Try,
0: pretending to be Irish and failing.
1: I like drink, Greg's drinking
0: song. I love it too, especially when he talks about having sex with a bush.
1: That's where that scar comes from. From sexing yeah, a, know, a bush.
0: Yeah, no, but Scarasson is also very hot. Um, there's yeah. some very attractive people in this.
1: Yeah, um, I will say, like, some of them, like Jonathan Groff, looks different, but he doesn't yeah. look bad. Leah no. michelle looks the fucking same all credit to her she looks identical to when she first put on this show um, she does whatever that skin soothing that she's putting on every night whatever she's gonna keep doing i maybe if i didn't know how to read up my skin would look better <laughs> i go into that into our funny girl episode too like i talk about that entire entire thing that's great
0: she can't read in that
1: no do you not know this you're no, I don't. you should know this. I don't know a lot about Funny Girl. No, it's not even Funny Girl. This is just Leah Michelle.
0: Oh, okay.
1: the joke is that Leah Michelle doesn't know how to read. Oh, you don't know this?
0: I did. I've never heard this joke. Yet.
1: Literally, Google Leah Michelle doesn't know how to read. Okay, I'm gonna Google this. Enjoy this. This isn't patrons. This is uh, this is going on the real feed. So you
0: know, this is embarrassing for me. <laughs>
1: But apparently like she like is very rarely seen reading. If she is given something to read, she hands it to someone else to read to her. Her tweets are very small and short, like mostly emoji based. So the Gleek fandom decided, oh, Leah Michelle doesn't know how to read.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Oh, right, I found an article. I got it. I got it. Okay, okay
1: what what's the article say? Uh
0: Leah Michelle nine key points of evidence is from the tab (laughs) oh my my gosh
1: okay now we gotta we gotta hear the evidence
0: okay number one Leah michelle i can't read and has her lines fed to her because she was a child actor on broadway and never had time to go to school okay Uh, two she did the show spring awakening for years and years because because she only had to memorize the show once and it would make it easier for her Leah michelle number three Leah went to scream Keens after glee another rhymer of show because he already knew her literacy secret and could feed her lines (laughs) <laughs> number four on glee as rachel barry she always sung well she always sung well-known standards by barbara Streisand, and celine dion and never had to read the lyrics which is that she sang a bunch of songs that but she already bad. knew, so i i know that because i'm yeah. i watch glee guys yeah yeah, I, I watch all of it and here's a game captain she uses a lot of emojis if it's just emojis michelle wrote it if it's words someone else wrote it if it's both someone wrote the words and let her pick the emojis Number seven in pictures, Lee Michelle signing books. The pen is not touching the books; it's simply hovering above. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, her book, hilariously titled "Brunette Ambition," uh, doesn't have a lot of words. Instead, has more photos, recipes, and workouts. Number nine in a picture of her signing a wall, her name is already written, and she's just drawing a line under
1: it. <laughs> so the evidence is clear. <laughs>
0: And then in March of twenty eighteen, Leah Michelle tweeted, responding to all this, loved reading this tweet and wanted to write you back, literally laughing out loud at all of this. Love you.
1: Sure, Leah.
0: <laughs> sure you're not a I, l- No, Lord.
1: what I'm s st- I am don't think Leah Michelle's a litter, but I, I don't think, think Leah that- Michelle's
0: a litter. I think this is all stupid I, bullshit.
1: I think that meme is hilarious though. It's really funny though. Like any t- like when the Beanie Feldstein review came out, like about her not being able to it um the joke literally all day was Leah Michelle would be so excited to review read these reviews if she could read.
0: That's what those tweets meant. Yeah. <laughs> I was very confused by those tweets.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's our Leah Michelle doesn't know how to read. Um That's
0: our Leah Michelle quarter. <laughs>
1: Yes, it it'll add a little preface to when it comes up again in Funny Girl later this week.
0: Yes, no, <laughs> this, is, this is your setup for the Funny Girl. Episode.
1: This really is our prelude to the Funny Girl episode.
0: It is, yeah, yeah. We barely talked about the vagina story.
1: Uh, why don't you tell the vagina story? All um, right,
0: I'll tell the vagina story. It's
1: one of many wackiest shit things that Leah Michelle says in this documentary. Okay,
0: so Jonathan, for context, Jonathan Groff and Leah Michelle are so close that it's insane and it's very strange.
1: <laughs> Yeah, she basically was in love with him. He was a closeted gay man and afraid to come out. And Lee Michelle um, was like,
0: okay, cool. We'll be best friends. And then they got closer knowing leigh Michelle uh, Lee michel knowing the boundaries, but they still had to make out every night and simulate sex. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> they got um, really close.
0: And then at some point, they're talking about how close they are, which is the yeah. quarter of this documentary, honestly. And it's just it's
1: like... mostly just about, like, Jonathan, full close. Did they ever do with the banging? <laughs>
0: So it's so Michelle's, just like I'm so close, Jonathan. I showed him my vagina. <laughs> it's just like
1: we cut to Jonathan Groff. It's like just starts laughing. He's like, I can't believe she told you this. Yeah, that that's true.
0: His, his response is like, I can't confirm this. And starts laughing his ass off. <laughs> Michelle's just like so, very calmly, very calmly. It's just like so I I so one day I took a desk lamp and I put it on my took a desk lamp and they cut back to Jonathan Groff and he's like he she took a fucking desk lamp and showed yeah. me her vagina
1: and he's like i was curious and i thought the clitoris was like right above the hole so it was just <laughs> it's more north <laughs> yeah
0: uh, actual and... line jonathan groff said
1: <laughs> yep 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 jonathan groff i, I love you you're great in mind hunter um could yeah, not you're play great. a great it It's better really me to watch mind hunter but you're life. great <laughs> Why is it hard for you to watch Mindhunter? Because Mindhunter is a watch. very
0: intense show.
1: No, so. what are you talking about? It's just a bunch of old white men talking in rooms. At the end of the day, that's all that show is.
0: Yeah, Jonathan Groff fucks a lady every once in a while.
1: Yeah, and it's like I don't believe you. I don't buy this. You're a great actor, Jonathan Groff, and I don't buy this. Yeah, he's
0: a lot of chemistry with Ed Kemper, I will say.
1: Yeah, he does have a lot of chemistry with Ed Kemper. He has a lot of chemistry with the old man that he's like hanging out with all yeah, day. Yeah, his
0: partner. Oh, yeah. I don't remember there is some there.
1: sexual tension there.
0: I love those two. They have good, great chemistry.
1: Speaking of sexual tension, he has great sexual tension with Michael Cerverus in season two who comes in
0: oh yeah i only watched a little bit of season two uh again too intense to watch
1: so it's just white men talking in rooms
0: i know but i got to the charlie chaplin scene it was a lot charlie <laughs> chaplin not charlie chaplin
1: Char- charlie charles Mason. manson <laughs> Hey, come in he started dropping his hat he started tripping over his own feet i was triggered
0: i apologize all of <laughs> Okay, the actor's name is Holton McCallney. yeah, yeah, that's his name. Uh, oh, he was in Creepshow too.
1: He was also in the Justice League. The
0: Justice League. I've not he, seen that.
1: You've never seen the Joss Whedon cut of Justice League? It's the only seen cut, either to watch. cut of
0: Justice League.
1: Oh come on! Someone needs to edit like a proper two-hour version of the Zack Snyder version, so I can actually recommend people watch that.
0: Honestly, I, if I bored enough, I would do that. But my computer like, if you could take it,
1: yeah, I, I don't care enough either exactly like it's an okay movie four hours is never enough for an okay movie yeah it's <laughs> um, too back to spring awakening Spring um, Awakening. anytime they cut to concert footage i was just like man grace aki's in that audience
0: yeah she is <laughs> that's yeah. all i
1: thought about the entire time
0: i forgot you to that oh my god
1: yeah, and I was just like, ah, oh, and that's literally the only thought. Okay, I brought this up. Was this shot on film, or did they just add some weird-ass film grain to it?
0: Yeah, the, for, <laughs> he just texted me this morning, asked me this question. <laughs> um, is, are you talking about the footage from the original show in 06?
1: I'm, no, no, the 06 footage, I think that was shot in 16 mil. I'm talking okay. about the new footage, like the new stuff. Um, like, maybe they added a grain to make it look like it matched the 2006 stuff but it definitely had some added grain to it.
0: I think it did. It was a little grainy at times. I I don't know. My monitor did show it too well. Show it too show it a lot, but a lot of it was just people against the black background talking, so. Yeah. It's difficult to gauge.
1: Well, so. I'm not even just talking about that. I'm talking about the B-roll they shot of them rehearsing and everything. Like it oh, had a grain to yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I did feel like they added a fake grain a little
1: bit. Why? Like aside like it'll match the 2000. 2000- I I didn't understand it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I didn't get it either. It's but... a creative
1: choice, you kind of need to back something like that up.
0: Yeah, maybe they just wanted to make sure they match the old footage. Which is it's also still... very good, by the way.
1: The old footage is great. Um, it looks great. Sometimes it's weird. Like, the Bitch of Living specific clips, I've seen that a thousand times on the Aurora Spider Spider Woman channel. It uh-huh, is yeah. just weird how they shoot them in 4 by 3 very close up.
0: <laughs> they just keep cutting to jo- John Gallagher Jr. just, like, in the camera being like, Hello,
1: John Gallagher Jr. um MVP of the entire show Moritz was always my favorite character Same. in All Spring Awakening. He is so good. He has probably had the most effective career outside of the Broadway stage. Like, yeah. he's never done a musical outside of this and American Idiot, am yeah. I wrong?
0: I think you're right. I can That check. sounds
1: right. I know he's been on Broadway before cuz Grace yes. Aki once like was talking to him and her his wife gave her a look.
0: But he's hot. I can't he, help it. He is really hot. I feel he's like... He's so hot.
1: He's a very attractive man. And he's gotten better with age. Same with Skylar Aston. Like, him and Skylar oh, yeah, Aston yeah. look better today than they did in the early times.
0: Um... Jerusalem is a play that's a play no he has not a musical oh yeah
1: he should do a musical again he's still got the voice for it like you can tell he was super nervous to return to it because he was like the only non-trained singer among the group oh yeah he's so good and his acting is so good Oh yeah Um, I started
0: having a crush on him when I listened to American Idiot I didn't even know what he looked like (laughs) I was just like, wow, I love this person's voice. And my parents were simultaneously watching Aaron Sorkin's newsroom when I was getting into this show. Oh, he's
1: hot in that too.
0: And I was just like, is that the guy from American Idiot? He's so hot. (laughs) Then I watched Broadway Idiot. It confirmed how hot he is.
1: He is so beautiful. But him just getting nervous and being like, I haven't sung in so long. Oh,
0: he's just hes so cute.
1: like and then going out there and fucking killing it
0: he nailed it like don't do sadness they show him sing a lot of him singing at the concert it's like yeah
1: he's so good he's so good and that's probably like my favorite like section of this entire musical like keep the beard john john gallagher it looks good
0: he's so scruffy and i was like i don't know why i find you so attractive still <laughs>
1: You're like nothing, nothing. There ain't a fault in that face. Jonathan Groff looks puffier. Like he I don't does. know how to say like I don't know if it's the weird haircut he's got where he just slicks it back. It just looks weird.
0: Apparently, no, apparently back when they met he had so much gel in his hair, it would just like be hard as a rock. <laughs> like I was talking about, it's just like I couldn't I couldn't even touch his head.
1: <sighs> I mean, I believe that. I've seen the like Spring Awakening boot like a thousand times.
0: I have not. So... <laughs> So I didn't know the plot till I was like older and bothered to read the plot summary and I was like, Oh, this is what this show is about.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I feel that's like that's they...
0: why he's so depressed.
1: <laughs> I feel like they over romanticize this musical a lot. Um they considering do. what it's about.
0: Yeah. It's a lot here. They do talk about how difficult it is to be in this musical. Like John Cary can talk about to a point he couldn't commit suicide every night.
1: Yeah, and well, same to and she was like, I just feel gross and don't yeah. like doing this She's anymore. She's getting
0: beaten every night at the end of back one. She had a fake abortion. She was topless for a good chunk of that run. Like, dear God. I can't imagine even imagine that.
1: Being tits out for Harambe every night doing that. <laughs> oh, God. I mean... <laughs> I've talked to people that perform this role, um, Grace, and it's always they always talk about the beating scene as being like one of the roughest scenes to perform. Oh yeah, and I can see it. I, I, I understand can see that, that too,
0: especially uh, if you experience like any type of abuse in your past, like yeah, having to like having, playing a character that doesn't know what it feels like and just like mm-hmm. how wants to experience it. It's, like, must be very strange to like be someone who doesn't know when you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but we're talking a lot about things that happened in this documentary. Like we don't quite talk about the documentary. Like they go to Broadway, they flop at first, then they do the performance at the Tonys and suddenly like they get all these Tony awards and
0: an eight. Yeah. Uh,
1: Oh yeah. And then Leah Michelle tells the story about how on the day that the announcements, Jonathan Groff paid $50 at their local church. And she's like, like, no, it
0: was, you know, it's even worse. It was $1.
1: Oh, I thought you said he dropped a 50 in there
0: oh did he say I don't remember I knew it was no, money
1: It was he dropped a 50 in there she's like what What am I what am I supposed to do and then she blames him for that donating that money got him a nomination and her not a nomination it's almost
0: Rachel Berry thing she said this entire thing that
1: is her being Rachel Berry the character yeah and then she also like like, oh my god they asked us to like spit in their playbills and stuff I'm like girl you can just say that we were doing well you, you don't have to say this stuff she,
0: they asked for my hair and I'm like what the hell
1: girl why do you have to say the weirdest shit in the world.
0: Jarrod Jr. is just like it was a big hit. Like that's yeah. all he said.
1: Yeah he's like yeah it was a pretty cool experience a big yeah, hit. Yeah it, it was very nice. cool.
0: I wasn't I didn't think I was gonna be that good and that was great. Yeah,
1: I was really happy for the cast and crew and then she's like they wanted my hair. They wanted us to spit on them. No, they
0: only wanted Jonathan Groff to spit on them.
1: God. Apparently um, he
0: spits during Totally
1: Fucked. I, I believe it. That's a pretty intense song.
0: It is a very intense song.
1: And so. getting all those words out like oh did I ever tell the story about seeing Fun Home and I'm like three feet from the stage Oh. And- did you, get, did you get spit on no but i did get to see michael service spit all over judy coon's face <laughs> and it's like a big glob right into her face because it's like a fight scene and yeah uh, it's nasty i i you could kind of tell in his eyes that he didn't mean for that much to yeah. come out but he had to be angry in the scene but is
0: Judy
1: can play the wife yeah okay that's what i thought yeah yeah he that was a good show <laughs> Watch Fun Home. When's our Fun Home documentary coming out?
0: When's the Fun Home Pro Shot? Yeah. Give <laughs> Where us a... is it?
1: Yeah, bring everyone back, even the kids that are now in their 20s.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'd love to see that small child sing Ring of Keys as a adult woman.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Sydney Lucas on the Broadway <laughs> Podcast <laughs> Network has their own podcast.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Yeah, good for you, Sydney. Yeah, Come I'm on our Sydney. show one day. No, don't That'd do be that. fun. <laughs> don't do that. You're too good for us. Oh, there are moments where we're offered like very famous people to have on the podcast and I'm like no they're too good for us. <laughs> I don't really feel like embarrassing myself in front of this famous person while talking about cheese. Yeah. Really, <laughs> really I I don't need that as part of my bucket list. Especially
0: considering your cheese ratings usually <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, the one time where I was, like, willing to do it was Kelly O'Hara, where I'm like, yeah, list your cheese rings. Well, I felt like that was the way to do it. That too, was a of...
0: fun way to approach it, like, yeah. cheese rating your career.
1: Yeah, that was the only way to do it. I don't think I could pull that off again.
0: <laughs> Kelly O'Hara's like, okay, cool.
1: She, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And then I love Kelly O'Hara. Answers questions a little too fast. She gives very direct answers. Not good for content.
0: Yeah, it's not good.
1: <laughs> very effective in any other form of life, but uh.
0: Now, for content, you gotta give me a long winded.
1: Yeah. I mean, too um, many like, words. This, like this be entire episode Michelle. we have here.
0: Be a Leah Michelle inter- being interviewed for this documentary
1: have you seen the clip of her when she's like talking about being a Fiddler on the Roof and now, and now the other kids in school understanding I'm so tired because I was up performing last night so oh I didn't get as much sleep as the rest of you and I was just so tired and no one understood I, honestly, Leah Michelle's is the fucking worst yeah
0: when I was when I did West Side Story in high school, I was talking to someone in the cast once. We had a class together and they were like, um, "Like I'm so tired. Like dancing is so like, it's really hard. We're dancing all the time. For context, the night before I'd stay after school till 930 to 10 o'clock building their set. So I got to school at like 7 a.m. I left school at 930 between 930 and 10
1: o'clock at night. Oh. And I was
0: like, um, that's great. I got home at 10 o'clock.
1: I had the same experience this week, this past weekend when actors were sent home at around uh, around 8.45 at night, and I was there until 2 a.m. Oh, no. Film set, and then they're like, man, I'm so tired from yesterday. I was like, you're tired from yesterday? You're I, tired from yesterday?
0: I'm, I have coffee. I have coffee in an IV bag following me around.
1: Yeah, I was not doing well.
0: <laughs> oh, no. It's I was uh,
1: How's it doing? I the, the the I am not doing well. Bo Burnham meme. Oh God, that was me walking around. Um, is there anything else we need to cover in this documentary?
0: Uh honestly, what am I? What am I? Weirdly, what are my favorite of Michelle moments? Was when she was describing the show to her husband. Yeah. And his main response was like, "Is this like Rent?"
1: It's kind of like Rent. I think and I'm she like,
0: was. And she was like, "No, it's not." I'm like, "Yes, it is." It Kind of is. It,
1: it's a yeah, lot it like is... Rent. Uh, I like Spring Awakening, but it is a lot like Rent. It's a yeah. pop musical about sexual escapades and all that. It's it not unlike Rent. No, this it's not. This is more teen centric in a way.
0: Oh, it's Rent. It's Rent. Uh, um, I don't yeah. know. I liked a lot of it. Um, I really liked the scene where they talk about the dark and OL well, and they show both. Side by side, yeah, performing it. I think Lily
1: um, Cooper is just one of the best I love. Lily Cooper
0: so much, and Lauren Pritchard, Pritchard. I didn't really know who she was prior to yeah. this because I didn't really know much about Spring Awakening. I was listening to it, so I knew her voice, but yeah. like, like, they're both really compelling people, and I'm like, why
1: aren't they more? Famous. What the yeah. Heck? Is there anyone else you're like, well, why aren't they more? Like, Jonathan Gallagher, John Gallagher Jr., makes sense. Very yes. talented, yes. down to earth guy. Jonathan Groff, a little bit more eccentric, kind of weird, but it makes sense they got famous. Leah Michelle, left field TV show that no one expected to be as popular as it was. Yeah. But-
0: and despite her being a terrible person, she's a credible voice. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but she had a little bit of the high-flying adored, burned too bright, felt too She had hard. one of
0: those arcs in her career, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't think she will ever be as big as she was when she was 20.
0: No, and I think she's focusing more on being a parent right now anyway.
1: I so. don't know about that. I don't really know. Um, and then you got the others um, where a lot of the people that would end up being replacements got a little bigger than the people that were in the original cast. Yeah, asked, Rodriguez
0: is in the ensemble.
1: Yep, and she's really popular now, and she would come back for the revival to play um, um, oh, Wendela and
0: a bunch of other people.
1: Well, in the revival, she came back specifically right after having cancer and getting that diagnosis and all that um, and played Ilsa. Oh yeah.
0: oh, yeah. She did play Ilsa.
1: Yeah, and that was directed by Michael Arden, who Whose husband, um, Andy Mantis was also a replacement for Haunch Oh
0: wow, amazing.
1: Yeah, it's all connected, and Spring Awakening the Revival has a much more compelling story than Spring Awakening, the original cast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, come on, it gave us like Ali Stroker.
0: Ali Stroker is so good.
1: Oh my god. Like oh, no. Patrick Page. Come on, so many good people.
0: Patrick Page was in the Jeff West was in the Jeff West version? Yeah, he played the man. Oh adult, man. adult man. Okay. He
1: didn't like play his email cure. <laughs> There's a oh, moment no. you know you're fucked not an inch more room to self-destruct.
0: Can We get an All Patrick page adaptation of. <laughs> Sorry, like... He plays all the men. I can't
1: tell about the dark I know well. no,
0: He plays all the men and we get like Amber <laughs> Gray to play all the women. Yes <laughs> That'd be so compelling.
1: Yeah, I I feel like Amber Gray would kill whispering, not even at all. She lie. would kill
0: whispering.
1: Um, yeah, Gideon Glick. I feel like he had a small like kind of uptick in his career.
0: I recognize Gideon Glick. I didn't like Oh, he was in Spider Man.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty big one.
0: He was in Spider Man: Turn of the Dark. Yeah, you see that? Uh, yeah, he's had a bit of. He was in uh, To Kill Mockingbird, the yes. Broadway version, and he was and in Mrs. He's, Maisel.
1: He's currently like in this Little Shop of Horrors too, off Broadway,
0: which was directed by Michael Bayer.
1: It all comes together. <laughs> he loves everyone except fucking except Leah Michelle. Michelle. Not allowed to come back. And no, don't forget, no. like the national tour had Christy Altomare and Andy Miantis and Kamiko Glenn. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like uh,
0: um, Gerald, uh, I can never say his name, his last name. The guy from B. More uh,
1: Um, which one? I know the which one. You're Richie, talking about. the
0: guy who t- introduced Jeremy to the Squip. Yeah, I know. who, who you're came, out right. as, no. uh, came out as a came out as by.
1: I know, I know. Um, yeah. Do you know who else was notable Broadway performers in the original Spring Awakening? Uh, who? Jennifer Diamano from Next to Normal, who originally was up for Wendla, but she was too young to whip out them titties for an audience, so couldn't do that. you to word it that way. <laughs> I had to word it that way. Alexandra Socha, who would go on to be in the off-Broadway production of Fun Home as Medium Allison. Hell yeah. Caitlin Kuninen, who would eventually be the lead-in. Uh, oh, your favorite. Um, I love the prom! <laughs> the prom. Um, what? Taylor Trench, who I think would eventually become a very famous um, uh, Evan Hansen. I think so, yeah. And Jenna Ushkowitz, who would go on to star in Glee with um, what's her nuts, um, Leah Lea Michelle. Leah <laughs> Michelle. And then Hunter Parrish and a bunch of other folks that are well yeah. knowns.
0: Uh, Matt Doyle, too. Oh yeah, he was a Book of Mormon. He played uh, a
1: Yeah, lots of good people. Um, all these people are more interesting than the original cast. If I'm yeah. gonna be honest
0: yeah uh the original cast i did enjoy also there's an ensemble member who i recognized and i couldn't pinpoint her and i was watching the second time and i googled her because i didn't remember her name and i recognized her because she was has her? a two episode arc on season five of glee as a nurse <laughs> that sam falls in love with for so
1: okay okay
0: yeah um
1: well there's a lot of glee people in spring Quick. Yeah, Glee and Spring Awakening have, like, a one-line, like, connection.
0: Yeah, if only Skylar Asking was in Glee, I'd have a crush on him sooner.
1: Um, he was in other things. He was in Pitch Perfect, which is Which is basically... the reason I have a crush on him. Um, so Phoebe Stroll, um, who is Anna, Um, she has the very... F- I think she's, like, She the was most... the nurse! Yeah, I think she's the most fun interviewee in uh, the entire documentary, where she just is done giving fucks. She's it's just like... like, I don't know what this show is. They're like, what do you think a purple summer is? I don't know. Sex. Everything else in this show is about sex.
0: She had the best response to that question.
1: (laughs) She's just done giving a shit. And I love it. I want her energy. And I Steven
0: Sater was like, I don't even know what it means. And I wrote it. (laughs)
1: That's also, like, William Finn's big response anytime anyone asks, what does your lyrics mean? He's like, ah, I wrote it. It's whatever. It's on the page. It was 30 years ago. You think I ain't know tomorrow? I had a brain tumor.
0: I love how Cheek also at the time. So I was like, I don't don't like theater. I just like, I also write
1: music. I like like plays. I like music. I don't like it when they mix. And I think that explains American Psycho the Musical.
0: It does. I've listened to it once and I didn't like it.
1: Yeah, Duncan Sheik is not great at musicals. I liked Alice by Heart though, which I think was his reunion with Steven Sater.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I saw him on Spotify. Yeah, I
1: love Alice by Heart. It's at the time um, when me and Andrew were covering it. It was like the week before uh, Dear Evan Hansen movie came out. Oh God! <laughs> and it like is a perfect comparison piece to Dear Evan Hansen about like how to do grief in a stage musical.
0: Oh yeah, which is or- really hard to do.
1: And it it really nails it because the entire musical, Alice by Heart, is Alice coming to terms with the fact that her best friend is dying and trying to avoid that. And it deals with the youth and how fleeting life is. The same themes that you know go on in Dear Evan Hansen, except much worse.
0: (laughs) Much worse.
1: Yeah. So listen to Spring Awakening, listening to Alice by Heart. Don't listen to American Psycho. No matter what.
0: No wonder what
1: people on the internet tell you oh, it's not that bad, actually. You know, no, it's bad. Shut up
0: i i didn't enjoy it but i'm also it's one of my favorite movies um yeah and one other one of my favorite movies that was adapt to a musical was waitress and i have a deep-seated love for that musical so it's not just the fact i like the movie
1: yeah i like the, what the reason it? i like beetlejuice the movie and i like beetlejuice the musical
0: yeah exactly it's not I mean, about just the movie it's just how they do it yeah. like, waitress does it correctly for me it fits the vibe of the movie and the music is great so mm-hmm. All now right. more people watch the movie so. yeah
1: because oh uh, yeah and you know what a dead woman likes work goes on and yeah. on and on
0: That also the Adrian shelley documentary on hbo i can't recommend it enough
1: yeah that's um, a very good documentary very
0: good it made me cry at least twice
1: i'll um, honestly say it's probably a better documentary than the spring awakening one it is
0: better. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I, I don't understand why,
1: i don't understand why they didn't just do a pro shot <laughs>
0: Honestly, I would have rather watched the concert.
1: Yeah, I would have just rather watched the concert. I don't give a shit about you people.
0: Yeah. Honestly, if you do due the respect. thing where they like intercut between the two thousand six version and the concert just to, like show a compare and contrast of how they've grown. That'd be way more interesting than hearing Jonathan groff talk about Leah Michelle's vagina.
1: Um, yeah, I don't need to hear about Leah Michelle's vagina for the rest of my life. I don't either. <laughs> I'm just, I'm good. didn't she date Matthew Morrison? Isn't that a she thing did. that happened?
0: Prior to Glee, she dated Matthew Morrison, which is funny because there's an episode of Glee where they're, they're assigned to do duets, but there's an odd number. So she has to sing with Matthew Morrison as a teacher and she falls in love with him. This is a plotline the show really did in its early days when it was good.
1: That 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 was when it was good.
0: Yeah, that the, was before the school shooting episode. That was like three seasons prior. Yeah, that's before they. That was before there was a person who gave another person eating disorder. Uh,
1: did that, she to uh, up- send someone to a crack house?
0: Yeah, Leah Michelle said Sunshine goes into a crack house, so they can't be in Glee, the Glee Club, and then they go to the rival Glee Club.
1: <laughs> Um I remember. Which Jonathan
0: Groff was in for yeah. a time. Jonathan Groff was also on Glee.
1: Yeah. I also remember uh Clayne.
0: Clane yes. Yes. I also have a crush on Darren Chris.
1: <laughs> Darren Chris. Far away from Glee or from uh Spring Awakening. Very far away very from far. Spring Awakening.
0: I <laughs> yeah, Karen Chris, very attractive. Uh yeah, but also Je- the Jonathan Groff's character was Lee Michelle's backup love interest by the end of the show. Because so. she's supposed yeah, to end up with she... Cory Monteith, rest in peace. So <laughs>
1: Yeah, then he real life died. Greedy bastard. Real life
0: died. Uh, and the show got
1: You ruined show... our plot lines with your real life death. Who like... do you think you are? Chris Farley?
0: In the, legitimately, in the episode where Leah Michelle talks about the ending she wanted for her and Finn, it was the planned ending of the show. Yeah. Where Finn is a teacher and Leah Michelle just shows up and they get back together.
1: Doesn't Sam become the teacher? does he and take over the glee club he does he does become a teacher
0: with the new no a lot of people from the glee club become the new teacher it's like six teachers it's very overwhelming
1: yeah kurt kurt they should have just made the show about kurt at a certain point
0: he did sing rose's turn so
1: yeah on that note we'll see you next uh wait no cheese ratings what's your cheese rating of this shit
0: oh yeah cheese rating um this is pretty good uh it's not like great i enjoyed it um but like i don't think spring Awakening is the next great i don't think spring awakening changed the world so that's just me guys i'm sorry <laughs> i like spring awakening i don't think it changed who i am fundamentally as a person though so that's just me though no. uh i'm gonna give it uh i'm gonna give it i'm gonna i know this is a bonus episode going in the actual feed but i'm gonna give it a very lame cheese reading uh go for it i want to give it a sharp cheddar uh it's solid uh it's not my favorite but it's pretty good
1: It's fair um I like Spring Awakening. This documentary just it's it's kinda of pointless aside from seeing like, oh look at those musical numbers. I like that. Lee Michelle's vagina. No, no. what? Oh look at those music numbers. Oh I love Touch Me. Oh uh, spit on you.
0: I see what? Jonathan Groff sing live like the songs he sang when he like back in 06, like as an adult, like it compelled me so much. I was like, Okay, I love this.
1: <laughs> no, I get that. But also no. Lee Michelle But also McMahon. they
0: got to the interview parts and I was like, oh, okay, I'm good. <laughs>
1: Um, All right, so the only cheese I can give this is sex cheese, which I will not read the definition of on... On, on this for your own sake but I will give you the quotes attached to the urban dictionary of it which is that's cool I usually use a dirty socks <laughs> or I usually keep an old towel handy to sop up all the sex G's my, my girlfriend leaks on me <laughs> I don't that, that's all you need to know
0: I mean this show is very horny this is an appropriate ending
1: <laughs> yeah considering how uh, ooh, ooh, that's that's a dark ending for Vendla
0: very dark also uh, abortion is healthcare
1: yep yep um uh, abortion is the right. Females have the right to choose whatever they should do. Fuck Any you. Any person with
0: a uterus has the right to choose what to do with their body.
1: Yep. Um, fuck you, Supreme Court. I hate the Supreme Court!
0: <laughs> Shout out to my friend from college who tweeted that video.
1: <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, John Waters is a king. Alright, we'll see you next time on Musicals with Cheese, new episode this Thursday, Funny hey, Girl!
0: Funny Girl!
1: All right, bye bye. Oh the things that we confront in this show are not things you can learn in school, and they're things that help people survive. That's kind of what got us through it every night, knowing how important it was to tell that story. This was not about this reunion. This was an opportunity to be with those kids and see who they've become. I would not have
0: survived the experience if it wasn't for all of you.
1: I learned that dreams can come true.